Hello to all our viewers. Welcome to Air Asia's Better Bursama podcast, where we talk to Malaysians about what it means to be Malaysian, whether it's about business, beauty and diversity, charitable endeavors, or just helping the community. Get ready to be inspired by stories of bravery, survival, empathy, and collaboration from our guests. Today, we're super excited to welcome Mr. Faisal from Ombak Villa, Crystal and Zoe from Orban Group, Liana from Air Asia to our show. I'm Achilles, your host for today, and I'm going to bring you on a journey of the revival of tourism here in Malaysia. Okay, do you mind talking to us a little bit about some background about Ombak Villa? My name is Muhammad Faisal bin Ali. I'm the resort manager of Ombak Villa Langkawi. Ombak Villa Langkawi basically uh, located approximately uh, five kilometers away from the airport. Uh, we was built in uh, 2012. So basically, Ombak Villa Langkawi consists of 76 rooms and three main villas. So uh, Ombak Villa Langkawi also um, is actually um, located uh, facing the Andaman Sea. So basically, the main focus of Ombak Villa Langkawi when we established last time is actually mainly to cater for the international market. But due to the current pandemic situation, we actually uh, shifted our target to domestic travellers. So basically, Ombak Villa Langkawi also um, consists of uh, 102 staff with uh, 223 acres of spread uh, of land. Hi, Crystal. Could you please tell uh, me about yourself and your role in Ormen? Hi, nice to meet you um, and thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so my name is Crystal. I head the brand and marketing team here at the Almond um, and I've been here for close to two years, right about when um, the pandemic started. Uh, so it's been a very, very interesting ride for me so far. Zoe, welcome to, the, to our show. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I am Zoe. I am the Senior Brand and Marketing Executive over at Almond Group. I mainly assist Crystal and all of our marketing and brand strategy for the group. So maybe I could give us all a bit of a background uh, when it comes to the Almond Group. Uh, we are a Malaysian hospitality group with three distinct brands. First up, we have our flagship brand, which is the Chowkit and Almond Hotel. Uh, we are a collection of boutique properties um, for the contemporary traveller who appreciates things um, you know, more modern uh, and simplified luxury. We also have Momos, uh, which is their playful sister, I like to call it, um, because it's really a concept that breaks tradition and celebrates life moments um, as well as creativity. We then finally have Tune Hotels, which is a brand known all across the world for its combination of great value Um, and practicality for travels on the go. Hi, Liana. Can you briefly tell me about yourself and your role at AirAsia? Hi, my name is Liana, and I lead the travel marketing team here at AirAsia Super App. Um, and what that means is that my team and I are accountable in making sure that our travel products are selling like hotcakes. And I have been here at AirAsia for more than nine years now. And my team members uh, are made up of young people from across Malaysia, uh, not just KL, but also some uh, from KK, some from Penang, some from Malacca and everywhere else around Malaysia. Uh, and I myself was born and bred here in Kuala Lumpur. Wow, so you have a very diverse team. That's great. Yeah. So how has COVID impacted the business and you know, individuals relying solely on tourism? 
basically when we talk about um uh, impact of covid-19 basically it's actually huge uh, towards ombavila uh, specifically so in, in terms of revenue in terms of profit in terms of uh, average room rate or even in terms of uh, expenses and costs as well as morale of the staff as well okay so basically when we talk about the revenue the revenue have been dropped for approximately 75% uh, compared to the previous year it was recorded at 14 million uh, revenue uh, yearly now it's actually went down up to 4 million uh, for the past uh, for the for the last 2 years so uh, in terms of average room rate also dropped from 320 ringgit per room per night to only 150 ringgit per room per night currently so even the market segmentation also shifted from the international travelers to the domestic travelers only so uh, in terms of morale of the staff we also uh, conducted uh, the uh, downsizing and uh, mutual separation scheme for the last, uh, I mean, in December 2020, from a total manpower of 220 to only left with 110 staffs. So basically, uh, basically, we also have to venture into multitasking and uh, diversify our professionalisms to solve this matter. We have to do a lot of works. Well, I guess it's clear that we are not alone in the struggle. Um, like many others uh, within the travel and tourism industry, we have been severely impacted by COVID. Uh, we are struggling alongside the rest of the industry, but um, what I can say is that we remain optimistic on how we can continue to deliver hospitality uh, and services to those who are in need. For example, one, uh, we, we do offer local staycations to those who are able to travel or to certain states that um, are allowing travels at the moment. We also provide travel quarantine for Malaysians who are returning home. And finally, we also uh, participate in community outreach through the provision of meals to frontliners at PPVs as well as um, around the local communities. In 2020 alone, right, the number that uh, of tourist arrivals into Malaysia has dropped by more than 80%. I mean, just let that sink in, right? More than 80% reduction. So that means that that would have like a massive impact across the board, not just for AirAsia, but also to all other Malaysians and Malaysia tourism players. Yeah, definitely. And you said, well, 80% reduction. So what yeah. is AirAsia's role in reviving tourism? I think for us at AirAsia, I think, you know, uh, I'm sure you you, you you yourself know as well, at least. Um, I think we believe that um, people are our inspiration. So for us, when it came to reviving tourism, uh, we looked at the feedback and as well as the needs of our guests. First is we, we needed to address um, the fact that there was a lot of fear and uh, of all the uncertainty and all the unknown factors that uh, revolves around the new normal. Uh, and secondly, uh, I think um, we needed to address as well the fact that guests needed to be a lot more cost conscious uh, and more prudent with their expenses during this time. So uh, most of our campaigns, most of our efforts were all revolved around uh, trying to uh, make our customers and guests uh, more comfortable with traveling again and also um, providing them with uh, value, a lot of value and um, making sure that traveling is uh, safe and affordable to them during this time. And uh, essentially, we, what we wanted to do together was to enable uh, our guests to travel again. Um, for, you know, 
whatever reasons that they might have, whether it's to see their loved ones or to just take a break or whether it is to um, uh, go to work and things like that. So, so um, we wanted to uh, do a lot of campaigns to show them that, look, um, yes, we are in the new normal, but traveling is not all that different than before, with exception that they need to be a lot more conscious about their safety and all the SOP procedures in place. Um, so I think together with our partners, we did our best uh, to play our part in uh, driving tourists, tourists back into all the different destinations within Malaysia itself. Um, in hopes that we are able to uh, revive tourism and drive the economy of those destinations again to not just benefit uh, travelers, obviously, but to also um, help everyone within the travel ecosystem together. Yeah. So how did Armin uh, Group adapt to this situation? So the team worked, I would say, tirelessly uh, throughout the entire year, trying to come up with new promos, new programs that would suit the hotel as well as F&B business. So when it comes to... Momos, you know, we figured out, we figured that um, a lot of our guests preferred experiences. Hence, we focused a lot on bringing in programming into our properties and introducing one-of-a-kind events. What we did was, at the Momos property, we have an airwell. And what we did was we introduced a DJ to play a couple of live sets via in the airwell itself. And guests remain socially distant uh, as they remain in their room. Besides that, we also introduced the Momos Art Fair, which is which was launched in conjunction with the International Women's Day. So what we did was we we had ten artists um, on a two week rotation, uh, showcasing their work across the hotel at Momos. And I think this was really a great platform, uh, you know, for both artists as well as guests. But I think with the ongoing pandemic, a lot of people are still quite worried about dining out. Um, we do want to meet with our family, we do want to meet with our friends, but yet we're still kind of worried with you know who is next to us, you know, whether the tables are further apart enough. So what we did was we introduced a new concept called Private at the Chowkit. Um, and here it really is a personal dining experience because we converted actual guest rooms, we removed the beds and mattresses and we replaced them with dining tables instead. Besides private at the Chowkit, uh, we did introduce um, a stay and dine promotion over at the hotel. So I, I dare say that you won't find a greater value in Klang Valley because what stay and dine does is be, we offer rooms at a, um, at a price of 190 ringgit or from 190, 190 ringgit. And you will then get an equivalent value in terms of F&B credits. Throughout this entire time, we do ensure that our teams are constantly trained um, and as well as their product knowledge are in order to provide the best customer service when things do return. And in, in this very difficult times, right? So what does investing in your own business mean? Uh, basically, uh, we diversify our income from only generating income from rooms and FMB only, food and beverage, to others. What I mean, we also establish another food and beverage outlet which is catered for only Langkawiyat, domestic Langkawi. So this one is actually, we use whatever hotel quality food and we cater for a local market. So they will pay a very minimum amount of money to, uh, to get a very good uh, food quality and a better food presentation. We also uh, capitalize our manpower uh, by, by sending them to other hotels to conduct maintenance, as well as housekeeping to other government sector, as well as corporate office in Langkawi. We also cater for a long-stay guest, long guest at the moment uh, in Langkawi, mainly for all the doctors from mainland, 
who support the vaccination program in Langkawi and as well as the frontliner and police as well. Well, although not easy, um, I think what's really important is that we remain positive both for ourselves and for our team. Um, we continue to invest and believe in our people. Um, what that means is you know, we have continued to invest in training for any of our colleagues who were interested or who are interested in um, upscaling themselves, they are able to participate in online courses. And besides that, we also never gave up. So we really tried you know, to, um, to not have any pay cuts at the property level um, and there were no retrenchments as well. Um, so yeah, so I think during this time, um, it's been difficult, but you know, our people comes first. So what kind of collaborative efforts have you witnessed or have been a part throughout these difficult times? During this difficult time, we also support the uh, Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia and the Pusat uh, Pemberian Vaccine, BPV Langkawi. Mainly now, currently, uh, they conducted, uh, we, we do have a major vaccination centre in Langkawi. They, they're using Langkawi International Convention Centre, which is, can accommodate up to 3,000 people per at one time. So uh, we provide the, uh, the volunteers to them. We also provide the accommodation to all the frontliners. We also uh, provide uh, types of uh, food for all the frontliners as well. Uh, other than that, it's actually, we also provide transportation if they need. So Oman Hotels uh, takes inspiration from the local community and we aspire to you know, stay relevant and connected in this regard. So hence, we are doing whatever we can to help those that are affected or have been affected in our neighbourhood and even uh, beyond that. Uh, saying that, we are working closely together with ECM Libra Foundation to provide um, namely rooms to frontliners at the hospital Kuala Lumpur for close to two months in the past. And throughout 2020, our kitchen has been preparing meals for um, relevant NGOs such as the Pertiwi Soup Kitchen and Pichara Soup Kitchen. And we are also, or we have been supporting the activities of Buku Jalanan Chowkit. Uh, yeah. And on top of that, this year, as of June 2021, we have been providing food to PPV centers in Klang Valley and Sungai Long that feed frontliners who are tirelessly working to protect us. So by extending a hand, you know, in the time of need, how have the livelihood of people on the streets been impacted? So uh, we, we can, uh, we already provide a food bank for them. So we basically, they just can drop by anytime and 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 take whatever they want to. Uh, we also uh, give them uh, still a full salary. We didn't do any salary deduction at the moment. So to support the community, community, and as well to support the frontliner is actually the main objective of the Ombak Villa Langkawi. Things like offering food to the needy in our neighborhood, providing food to frontliners at PPV centers. These are the small efforts um, that it may be minor, um, but it helps to lift the spirits of the community and that's definitely something that we are trying to achieve as well. So, Liana, you did say a lot of, like, you, you did do a lot of campaigns you know, on, the, on the top of your head because, you know, tourism was off and on throughout the, yeah. the year, uh, domestic tourism per se, right? Yeah. So, mm. name one of the campaigns that, that was done. Okay. Um, so, I think one of the examples that I can uh, talk about is definitely um, the partnership that we had with Tourism Malaysia. We, what we did was we provided them with a 50 ringgit voucher uh, to allow them to essentially offset some of the costs uh, incurred during their uh, travel planning. Wow, that's definitely better for summer. Um, so what were the toughest challenges you faced? 
uh, I think just like everyone else, this, the uncertainty um, ranged from, you know, the constantly changing COVID-19 situation within the country, uh, as, as well as I think for some, you know, the, the uncertainty of them possibly losing their income uh, and for others, you know, even, you know, possibly losing their life. But um, I, I think when I speak about the projects that I worked on, I think um, it was a constant battle of uncertainty because we'd have to think through each and every possible scenarios that would impact us. But of course, like, like I said earlier, I think us being Malaysians, we, we try our best and we adapt and we are now able to like um, think a few steps ahead and ensure that uh, we are ready for any of the situations that might come our way. Yeah, definitely. I, I can agree. We adapt very fast, especially also at all start, right? So what plans do we have in the next one to two years? Maybe uh, to fully resume uh, our business in full, um, but also to uh, expand our business to uh, to a different height, I would say, uh, and offer more wholesome and more uh, innovative uh, travel offerings to our guests. Uh, so I think um, so that what, what our aim is so that uh, the Air Asia Super App uh, is a one-stop shop for any of um, Malaysians' travel needs. Uh, and uh, essentially what we want to do is to fulfill uh, everyone's aspiration to be able to travel again. Yeah. And that's definitely, I can't wait to travel again, right? So, yeah. Liana, tell us how you think the travel industry will change over the next few years. I think a lot of uh, our partners, as well as ourselves, uh, we're looking into technologies that will allow us to uh, travel more efficiently um, and to ensure that there's uh, minimal contact, uh, unnecessary contact, I would say, uh, when during the journey for traveling itself. Um, but other than that, I think... Um, destinations will definitely thrive once uh, you know people are back in those destinations. So what would you like to say to Malaysians in terms of kita jaga kita during the pandemic? So what I want to tell you guys here is actually all the Malaysian, please maintain a very good SOP and the hygiene. Please register for your vaccination. Go and get the vaccination. At least it will protect you guys. And um, we're really looking forward for Malaysian to come to Langkawi because now actually actually Langkawi is actually really miss all the tourists. So in order for us to, to, to receive you guys, please complete your vaccination. And at the same time, um, Ombak Villa always have a very good promotion to all Malaysians. By all means, come and join us. Right. So with Kita Jagad Kita, I think we've really learned that Malaysians do come together in time of need. Um, if you take the white flag movement, for example, you know, the community came together on their own um, and it's so important because they've helped support and rebuild what we have. Um, it's truly eye-opening as well because you get to see Malaysians from all walks of life just stepping up to help those who are in need. So whether it's via donations to the food banks or even providing educational, educational needs to our locals or refugees and even volunteering at the PPV centres, we're definitely better bersama. So what are your hopes, right, for Malaysians as well as Malaysia and the tourism industry at whole to be better bersama? So at the moment when international border is not open yet, so you guys have to grab the opportunity and try the Ombak Villa Langkawi. So then I also think that Malaysian should encourage domestic travellers rather than you go outside and spend overseas, you see. So um, looking forward to receive you guys in the resort and um, I really hope that uh, this pandemic will end soon and we will reach the immunity herd, herd immunity as soon as possible. 
our hopes or my hopes at the moment is that we're once again able to highlight to the world that we are able to offer the best of all worlds when it comes to hospitality and a great travel experience here. We have the beaches, we have the mountains, the sun, the rainforests, um, glitzy skyscrapers, and even rustic kampong homestays, right? So my hope is that we all stay resilient and definitely come out of this together. I think Malaysians will generally continuously uh, help one another during this uh, unprecedented uh, and challenging time. And I believe that we will definitely uh, draw uh, support and strength out of each other to make it through this pandemic. Um, and I think each of us will definitely uh, continuously do our our part and I hope that uh, we will continuously help each other to be better bersama like you said and uh, I hope that uh, with a little bit of patience and a lot of uh, effort from everyone together Malaysian tourism can bounce back uh, sooner and even better uh, than before. Thank you for being on our Better Bersama show today and um, to all of you and yourself uh, Selamat Hari Merdeka and Selamat Hari Malaysia. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you, Thank you so much, Achilles. Uh, Selamat Hari Merdeka to you too and Selamat Hari Malaysia as well. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.